This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Narcissists oftentimes struggle with addictions, whether that's emotional affairs, whether it's different sexual encounters, whatever it might be. A lot of times we see a propensity of narcissists that struggle with having different addictions. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, change, and development. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the 45-day Clarity Challenge that you can access at claritychallenge.net. If you like what you see here talking about narcissism, narcissistic abuse, my journey in narcissism, please hit subscribe. Hit that notification so you can get notified when we go live more often, when we interact with other people, when we drop new videos. We'd love to have you part of the community. Well, today we're talking about this aspect about addictions, and especially in terms of emotional affairs, especially in terms of sexually explicit content, different things on the internet, whatever it might be, and how narcissists oftentimes have those things in their life very actively. We see this time and time again as being a part of an aspect of a relationship falling apart. Now, it's not the only reason, and we're not blaming that, and we're not justifying it, but we're just saying, like, hey, when someone's a narcissist, it's very common for these things to come alongside and be a part of what's happening in that relationship. So I want to talk to you about some of the sexual addictions with narcissists and what to do if your partner has that. Well, when we talk about narcissists, we need to first set the groundwork of narcissists that just love control. I mean, that's, that's what it is, that what it boils down to. Typically, it's control of the mask and control of the image of what you see. But there's this aspect of wanting this power over another person. This control that actually controls their perception of you and their perception of the world around you. The idea that this aspect of wanting power and entitlement over the narcissist, over the narcissist once over you, is this idea that, hey, I'm the best in the world. Like, I have this up, upgraded, like, sense of grandiosity. Like, this is who I am. I'm better than you. And I'm also entitled to what I want. Typically, you'll have this need of validation, this attention, this looking for this aspect of supply. Now, when we talk about supply, sometimes people get really offended about that. We're, I'm not saying that people are supplied like these are degraded people. These are awful people. No, what I'm saying is the narcissist oftentimes looks at other people as being supplied, as transactional, as a way to be able to get something from that other person. Typically, because of needing validation, attention, and that supply, they'll turn to different addictions. What can I do that makes me feel happy in this moment? What can I do that gives me a high in that moment that makes me feel the way that I want to feel? This is where a narcissist often turns to other women, often turns to online, to sedate, to hide, and to try to feel better about themselves by getting a quick fix or a hit off of whatever they're looking at on the internet. Now, one side note really quick that I wanted to point out is one time my therapist actually said the this concept of that pornography and things like that is the like acceptable sin, the acceptable thing inside of Christianity. 
Now, when I first read that, I was like, this is kind of weird. Like, what's that actually mean? And she went on to explain that, like, well, you know, if someone's drinking or if someone's on drugs or if someone has, like, these different addictions, like, they look bad. Like, you can see them. But in Christianity, it's like, oh, no, you can kind of hide it pretty well. And that's why there's a lot of people that hide it, that mask, that are narcissists, that are narcissists, that whoever, that mask those different things because it appears more acceptable because you can't see it. Which is why a lot of times you find that it falls into this aspect of narcissism because it's a lot easier to be able to hide under the surface of like, I'm not looking at that online. I'm not engaging with that. Like, what are you talking about? And so a lot of times we'll see this aspect of trying to hide it to have control over what they're hiding, almost like a cheating affair in one sense, that high of that, and to be able to get what they want. All right, so when we're talking about narcissists and we're talking about this idea of looking at stuff on the internet, okay, oftentimes men seek it out, okay? It happens with women too, but I'm mainly talking to a lot of women that say, hey, this is what I see in my relationship. A lot of times men seek it out. Now, this is the part where people are like, well, not all men, okay? It's true. Not all men seek out sexual explicit stuff on the internet okay but a lot of people do and a lot of people do and it's a multi-billion dollar company and business and industry out there that makes money off of people that just want to look at stuff online versus having like a real and in-depth relationship if it's perfect for what the narcissist is looking for a lot of times because they're looking for something shallow that they can get something out of now that something out of is just a high and that shallowness is no more than looking at an image or a video or texting back and forth with someone on the internet about sexually explicit things. But typically that's what they're looking for is this high, this piece of like, let me be connected to another person, but not be responsible for how I actually show up. That's the easy thing about the internet. So when we dive into this, the narcissists are looking for a high. Okay, they're looking for the pleasure, they're looking for the thrill, and then there's the crash afterwards whether that's dealing with actually the shame and the guilt and trying to figure out like what to do. But the reason why a lot of times there's this aspect of like seeking stuff out online because it fits the false reality. It fits the false reality of the narcissist of like, hey, I'm this way, but I'm also this way. And typically the narcissist will not show the backside of that. Now they will in the relationship a lot of times. And a lot of times the relationship will get to the place where they show it and they don't care where it'll be actively in the relationship and the person's like, what are you doing? They're like, this is just me. I'm just taking care of me. I'm just taking care of my needs. That's typically the lie that they're telling themselves and telling other people to try to justify what they're doing. But what's really happening is they're demonstrating their lack of care for another person. They're demonstrating their lack of value to you and to the people that they're watching online. And typically, they're looking for this aspect of like, let me get to the place where I can get this high, get this hit, and not have to get connected to anyone emotionally. And then you wonder, this is how it actually plays out in the relationship. You're like, I don't want anything. And then you get coerced into doing something because that's all they view you as, a transaction, something to be able to get something out of. And part of that is because they've already been ingrained with that thought process because of everything they're looking online. Because what they're looking online is just transactional. Click this button, I get this high. I click this button, I get this hit. I see this, I feel this way. So why can't I do that with the people in my life? Well, because those actually take real relationships. Those actually take real emotion and most men aren't willing to do that. A lot of men are not willing to actually step up and say, hey, I'm actually going to invest my time, money, and energy into another person, not 
to be able to get something out of them, but because I actually care, love, and respect about them. That's the difference. But a lot of our society is not seeing that and they're going a different way. A lot of men don't see that. And as a result, what they do is they show up and they say, oh, I provide. I put a roof over your head. I came home at the end of the day. And they think that's good enough. Maybe you've been in a relationship where your partner has said those things or has been that way to you. And then you're left thinking like, well, they do provide. So like maybe that should be good enough. It's not. And you're settling for something that you shouldn't have to by thinking that. A lot of times narcissists seek out affairs. A lot of times it's the next step. Like I've been looking at stuff online. I've been taking care of myself, my own needs and all that kind of stuff. So like I might as well just go out and just do it. You know, just just find someone, just get an affair. I don't normally say all narcissists cheat. It's really interesting because sometimes when I say that, you get narcissists that come out of the woodwork and be like, well, here's a narcissist that doesn't or I don't cheat and all this kind of stuff. And it's a bunch of BS. When it comes down to it, a narcissist will cheat you of your time, of your money, of your energy, of your sex, of anything like that. Because it's not about you. It's all about them. It's all about what they can get from you. And as a result, they'll put all their time and attention into anything except you. Why do they seek out affairs? We've got four different things. Number one is the chase. Capturing another person. It is an exciting process for a narcissist to go to the place of like, I want to be able to get this person. I want to get with them. I want to woo them. I want to figure this out. Like, boom, I've got this person. There's not this intentionality of like, oh, I love them. I care about them. It's like, no, this is a high. This is a fun. Like we are chasing this person strategically and maliciously to be able to capture them and to be able to get them under their control. Second one is the high. This aspect of like the love bomb, the excitement, like this is like the best ever. This is the narcissist building the pedestal for the person to sit on top to be like, oh my gosh, they're the best person ever before they knock it out. The third one is the thrill, getting away with it. There's an aspect that breeds a huge level of addiction and a high and a dopamine hit when they're able to pull something off. You see this all the times in movies that you watch. They got away with the bank robbery. They got away from this. They accomplished this. They had the success. All those different hits, that's what a narcissist is pulling off of. It's like that high. Like, I just did this. And number four is the escape. They're pretending that life fits inside this false reality. And this construct that they've actually done of like, oh, I can escape my awful life. They're telling themselves a story. I can escape my awful life and get with this person and be with this person and it'll be the best thing ever. And they're searching for that ideal love. The reason why I put those down, the chase, the high, the thrill, the escape, is all those are different aspects of things that I did. Of how I showed up in those relationships. Of chasing after other people to get that high, to get that thrill of this is what I'm doing. And the escape of like, this is the reality I want. Even though the reality I was building was completely false. And it wasn't real. Do you have a person in your life, narcissist, toxic, whoever... This dealing with different types of sexual addictions, dealing with different types of affairs. You need to understand until the truth is there, until they're willing to do what is required and actually say, this is what's happening and let me work on it, then you have no chance on dealing with the narcissism. If they can't solve the addiction piece, you're not going to be able to solve the narcissism piece. So for those of you that are like, maybe I can stay, maybe I can work on it, maybe I can help them get self-aware, know who they are and change. If they're not willing to give up their addictions, they're never willing to be able to get through the aspect of the narcissism because it takes a lot of work. 
If you're dealing with a narcissist today and you're confused about like what they're telling you of, you know, oh, this is what I deserve or this is what I need. And you're like, but, but well, what about my feelings? You might be dealing with a really toxic person that doesn't care about you, that just treats you as a trans transaction, as a toy on the shelf that they can use and abuse whenever they want. I want to encourage you to reach out for help. Whether that's with me, whether that's with another coach, with a therapist, whoever it might be, you can go to rawmotivations.com, click on the one-on-ones. We'd love to be able to help work with you and help you get clarity about the confusion and the crazy making that that person is putting you through.